The Bellarmine Forum presents Footnote Catholic Insights from the Culture Wars. Here's your host, Christopher Mannion. In 1960, fewer than one in ten children lived in a single-parent home. So writes Dr. Patrick Fagan, one of America's foremost researchers on family issues. Those days are over. Today, intact families are a minority. And that's bad news, because kids from fatherless homes are much more likely to wind up with a life of failure, poverty, and crime. Many people associate race with crime, but Dr. Fagan proves that race doesn't matter much at all. It's fatherhood, specifically a father present in the home that can make all the difference in the world. Fatherlessness has a powerful impact on economic status as well, especially over the course of several generations. In 1964, Lyndon Johnson wrote that his great society would end poverty in America by the end of the 20th century. Well, it didn't end poverty, but it had profound unintended consequences. Dr. Fagan's research demonstrates that the great society's good intentions actually damage the family in America, severely. Like other government programs, the great society wound up hurting most those whom they were supposed to help, especially blacks. As economist Walter Williams observes, The welfare state has done to black Americans what slavery couldn't do, what Jim Crow couldn't do, what the harshest racism couldn't do, and that is to destroy the black family, end quote. Dr. Williams can say that because he is black. Up to the 50s, black families were as intact as white families, but today more than 70% of black children are born to single women. And that's the result of misguided federal programs that reward single motherhood and actually penalize marriage and work among poor families who are on welfare. As a result, illegitimacy has plagued families of blacks more than those of any other race. That hurts. And don't think that the kids don't notice. Listen to Dr. Fagan describe the damage wrought by fatherlessness on children. The poverty rate for all children in single-parent families is 51%. That's seven times the rate for children living with both married parents. Now listen to these stunning figures about abuse. Quote, Marriage is also the safest place for women and children. Justice Department figures show that mothers who never marry are abused at three times the rate of married, separated, and divorced couples combined. Children are six times more likely to be abused in a step-family, 13 times more likely in a family with a single mother living alone, 20 times more likely in a cohabiting natural family, and 33 times more likely if they live with their natural mother and a boyfriend who isn't their father. End quote. Government programs might reward single motherhood, but traditional marriage helps not only mom and the children, but fathers as well. Study after study shows that married men earn more money, live longer, and are healthier than their bachelor friends, Dr. Fagan reports. They are less likely to become alcoholics, criminals, or drug addicts. 
Professor Williams has every reason to be a hard-nosed realist on the subject. We lived in the Richard Allen housing projects in Philadelphia, says Mr. Williams. My father deserted us when I was three, and my sister was two. But we were the only kids who didn't have a mother and father in the house. Amazing, isn't it? A wonderful mother, hard work, and grit helped Mr. Williams beat the odds. But that was before the welfare state. In those days, the culture encouraged intact families. Today, government programs mindlessly encourage illegitimacy. One last footnote. Dr. Paul Witz, a noted Catholic psychologist, has done more research that underscores the importance of fathers. In his new book, Faith of the Fatherless, Witz recounts the lives of several well-known atheists, from Thomas Hobbes to Jean-Paul Sartre, and the impact that their fathers had on their lives or didn't have. For instance, Witz's research reveals that both Hitler and Stalin had fathers who mercilessly beat them. Well, we know what happened then. How many fathers know that their selfishness can destroy not only their families and their children, but an entire society? The bottom line? Hollywood likes to mock devoted fathers, and feminists insist they're entirely unnecessary. But the sad facts tell us otherwise. So when the Catholic bishops meet in Rome next summer in the Synod on the Family, fatherhood should be a major focus. After all, where would those bishops be without the Holy Father? This is Christopher Mannion. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Footnote, Catholic Insights from the Culture Wars. Footnote is brought to you by the Bellarmine Forum. Copyright the Bellarmine Forum. All rights reserved.